I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A gorgeous young pregnant postal worker disappears. What happened to Kiara Coles? I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. First of all, take a listen to our friends at WG. Kiara Coles works as a mail carrier out of this postal office in the South Shore neighborhood where her co-workers say they cannot comment about the disappearance, but she hasn't been seen since calling off work last Wednesday morning. The 26-year-old was reported missing by her family soon after, saying it is unlike her to be out of touch. A private surveillance system near her home at 81st and Vernon captured images of of Coles leaving that morning dressed in her postal uniform but heading across the street from where her car was parked. According to relatives, Coles is pregnant and loves her postal job. Her purse and cell phone were said to be inside her car and it was locked but there's been no sign of her. Purse and cell phone in car as if she was about to go somewhere but no sign of this pregnant postal worker. With me an all-star panel of special guests to make sense of what we know right now. But first, I want to go to Kiera's mother. This is Karen Phillips joining us. Ms. Phillips, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. Ms. Phillips, when did you first learn that Kiera had seemingly vanished? October 3rd, that morning. Because I always call my kids in the morning time at 
I found it strange that she wasn't answering her phone all morning. So I went to go check on her on my lunch break, but I didn't see her car, so I just assumed she was at work until I got off that evening and she still hadn't returned my phone call. And then what happened? And then, you know, I I called around to see if anybody had seen her with my other kids. And then I went to her apartment to see if I could see if she was there again. And she wasn't. And then my oldest daughter had called the boyfriend to see if he had talked to her. And he had said he had been texting her, which we found out that was a lie. He wasn't texting her. And to check down the street for her car, where we found her car at. So we went on check down the street and her car was there and there still was no answer at her door. Then is when I called the police to come and do a well-being check. Okay. So at this point, we're going into day two. You have not heard from her? Yes. Okay. When did the police show up? The first time was that night. But when we woke up that morning, it, it's like it automatically just, um, re, I mean, just started. We went over there to start doing um, searches and the post office made flyers. Everything just started the very next day on the 3rd. Take a listen to WGN-TV, Nancy Liu. One neighbor spotted Coles on his security footage after hearing she went missing. Yeah, it looked kind of suspicious because she was like she was undecided what she wanted to do and stuff like that. And, they, and her mom and them said that she called off that morning saying she ain't coming in, you know, but she was dressed in a uniform, a poster uniform, like she's ready to go to work, you know, and I guess that's the last clothes she had on. Coles is 5'4 and 125 pounds. She has a heart tattoo on her right hand and another on her back that reads Lucky Libra. According to relatives, Coles is three months pregnant and has had the same boyfriend for several years. To Dorian Geiger joining us, a national crime reporter and editor with Oxygen.com. Dorian, thank you for being with us. What does the surveillance video show? So we see surveillance footage. I think there was a lot of uh, confusion in, in the initial aftermath of, of Kara being reported missing. And there was uh, surveillance footage that popped up showing uh, who appeared to be a postal worker. And a lot of people, including authorities, first thought this might have been uh, Kiara. That, you know, since was ruled out uh, by Kiara's family and also authorities. Uh, and, you know, there is other surveillance footage of her as well, showing leaving her, uh, her leaving going to work uh, the morning she disappeared. There's also footage of her at an ATM uh, shortly before she vanished, pulling out money. Uh, and, you know, apart from these short little glimpses into her movements, Chicago police have really struggled uh, to put together a solid timeline of, you know, Kiara's movements leading up to, you know, her never being seen again. So let me understand, the person that looked like Kiara in the neighbor surveillance video is not Kiara? Correct. So a number of other postal workers, uh, according to, you know, investigators did live in that neighborhood and nearby. And so I believe they surmised that this was actually a different uh, letter carrier and it was not Kiara. But for a time, you know, surveillance footage, it was grainy. I believe it was black and white. It was difficult in the early stages to ascertain who exactly that was, but it was not Kiara. I was always curious because if it had been Kiara, she walked right past her own car. 
and that surveillance video. Are you convinced, Miss Phillips, that that surveillance video is not your daughter? I know it's not. How do you know? I mean, you know, you, do you know your kids? Do you know they walk? You know, if I'm in a crowd and one of my kids say, Mom, I know that sound. I know that that's one of my kids calling me. You're right. I knew that wasn't her walk. The walk, the lady was too tall. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. was not that tall, but I just knew that wasn't her walk. Guys, take a listen to our cut for our friend Marcella Raymond. Kimberly last saw her sister when she picked her up from work last Monday. Her mother called Thursday and asked if she had talked to her. I immediately went to Snapchat because that's what she do. You know, she snapped everywhere. Whatever she doing, whatever she eating, house her day and everything. So I immediately went to Snapchat and saw there was no story. So it kind of puzzled me. She contacted her boyfriend, also the father of her unborn child, Kiara was three months pregnant. They all went to Kiara's apartment at 81st and Vernon to check on her. I just don't understand. So who will do something like this? I don't know. I couldn't put it on. Couldn't place my finger. So I'm trying to figure out um, the last time that anyone, since we now know that surveillance video is not her, the last time anyone within the family, any reliable witness, actually saw Kiara Coles alive three months pregnant. Karen Phillips, when is the last time anyone in the family saw her? Now, I know Kimberly saw her the previous Monday. What about after that? Mm, No. When was the last time that you spoke to her on the phone? I spoke to her the day she went missing. What time? Uh, Probably about six or seven. Because she was at the wig store. Is that in the morning or the evening? That was the um, evening of the second. She called me when she was in the wig store. So, so she didn't go missing until that night. 6 to 7 p.m. that evening, she was at the store, and you spoke to her on the phone. Mm-hmm. Do you know anyone that spoke to her or got a text message from her after that? No, I don't. Did she snap after that? No. So 7 p.m. on... October 2. Is that correct? Yes. So, Dorian Geiger joining me, Oxygen.com. Where is this store that Miss Phillips is telling us about? I believe it was a, ph- a pharmacy, and it's not too far uh, from, you know, 8100 South Vernon as where Kira lives. Uh, I'm not sure I know the exact name of the store, but it is a pharmacy, like a Walgreens uh, or something like that. So is that right, Karen? It was like a pharmacy, for instance, a Walgreens? Um, I'm thinking it was Walgreens ATM. It was the Walgreens. What can you tell me about that, Dorian? Was it an ATM at Walgreens? Yeah, correct. I mean, it definitely was an ATM. It's, it, it's a pharmacy. I, I will defer to, to Ms. Phillips. Um, but yeah, I believe it was a Walgreens. Take a listen to Our Cut 23. This is Shannon Halligan with WGN. We're learning new information about Kiara Coles the last day she was seen. This also comes the same day as community organizers marched to bring awareness to missing women and girls in Chicago. These are the last known images of Kiara Coles on October 2nd, 2018. It's part of newly released video from the Chicago Police Department. At approximately 10.43 p.m., Kiara Coles was seen on surveillance video making two ATM withdrawals at a business in the 8600 block of South Cottage Grove. At the time, the postal worker was 26 years old and three months pregnant. In the video from CPD, Kiara's mother, Karen Phillips, 
asks anyone with information about her daughter to come forward. But it was the first time her mother had seen the surveillance video of her daughter. On here, you know, she's fine. She walking, she doing her little shopping. She coming back, she went to her apartment. So, you know, it was very, very emotional for me to see that. Miss Phillips, what went through your mind when you saw this ATM footage? Um, I pretty much lost it all over again because although I knew about the video from the beginning, I just never saw it. So to actually see it and, you know, see my daughter walk it, and it just, it was very damaging to me that, that day. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Joining me, uh, renowned psychiatrist, joining us from the Atlanta jurisdiction, Dr. Angela Arnold, and you can find her at AngelaArnoldMD.com. Dr. Angie, I'm listening to Kira's mother, Miss Phillips, and it's reminding me of something. My mom played our church organ 
at our little Methodist church in Macon for over 50 years, for free, I might add. And, you know, they started broadcasting it on some network. Different churches, you know, have uh, their services live. And you, of course, can see it on the Internet. It's a tiny little church. And if I wanted to, I think I could go back and look at those videos. But I, I don't. Because on the third row from the front, on the right, you can see my mom playing the organ. And you can see my dad sitting there. And, you know, my dad passed away. And you could see him getting up. There's a moment where everyone greets each other and says, Good morning, happy Sunday, peace be with you. And I know that I would see him shaking people's hands and hugging neighbors, and I just don't want to see it. I don't know why. What is that? The same way this hit Miss Phillips when she saw that ATM withdrawing, withdrawal, and then you see you see Kira walking around the store shopping, but the mom didn't want to see that. What What is that? Nancy, I think that the mom... It's so hard for the mom to see because so many years later, there's so many unanswered questions. And it's almost as if time stops when you see that video. And, and you're stopped at that point in time. And then the question is, where, what happened to her after this? Where did she go after this? And it's, that is the last time that anybody knows where she was alive. I believe that that is why it's so hard to look at that because there's so many unanswered questions after that time. It's a little bit different than you viewing the video of your father because I think that that comes with some other some other memories and difficulties. But this, with the unanswered question of where this girl is, and this is the last time anybody sees her, and everybody's looking for a kernel of of information that can lead them to her and this is the last kernel that they have that's why it's so hard to watch nancy guys take a listen now to our cut 24 our friends at wgn police also showed video of officers first entering kira's apartment after she was reported missing new video also shows a person of interest with kira at her apartment the night of october 2nd and again at her home the next day. When officers questioned the person of interest after Kiera was reported missing, he gave varying accounts of the last time he saw her. The new details come around the same time as the fifth annual Walk for Her. The march was organized to bring awareness to missing black women and girls in Chicago. This is footage that was released today after she has been missing for three plus going on years. This is information that should have been released three years ago. Kira's mother said it's an important cause. She's hopeful for answers for other families and for her own. I pray every day for her to be safe, not being harmed. I hope her child is with her. I hope they both are doing okay. And I just hope soon this will be over. Dorian Geiger with me, Oxygen.com. Who is the person of interest? Tough to say. Chicago police won't uh, put that on record. I think, uh, you know, the unofficial, uh, you know, person that the family has focused on in uh, a number of online sleuths following this case has been Josh Simmons, uh, Kiara's uh, ex-boyfriend. Of course, police won't verify if that is the person of interest. Uh, in the video, um, and, you know, until they are able to confirm that, it's it's difficult to absolutely speculate there. 
However, I think it probably is likely uh, that is who they are referring to. But going back, you know, years in this case, Chicago police have released such little, little information. Um, you know, even as a national crime reporter, every time I revisit this case or look at it, uh, I barely get a response from CPD. And so, you know, uh, I don't think we're going to find out anytime soon who that is until possibly maybe an arrest is made. Uh, but again, this person gave quote unquote varying accounts of the last time he saw her. So we all know when police are investigating missing persons, the first person they're obviously looking at is the individual who had the closest contact with these people. In this case, obviously mm-hmm. a longtime friend, Josh Simmons. To Karen Phillips, this is Kira's mom. Have you seen the video that they're talking about where she is back at her place? Yeah, huh? Yes. Who is with her? She's by herself. She's going in with the groceries that she had got from um, the wig store. And so that's immediately following shopping? Yeah. Dorian Geiger with me, Oxygen.com. Dorian, are you telling me that there is video of her with someone else the night that she goes missing? So there is a video of the quote-unquote person of interest getting in uh, to Kiara's car the day before she reported missing, uh, when she vanished on October 2nd. So we see this person. We don't see a great shot of the individual, like their face uh, or that sort of thing, but we see the individual get into Kiara's vehicle. We see them leave her property together. We later see uh, him get out of the passenger side of this vehicle and Chicago police say uh, that vehicle is later returned to Kiera's home by this person of interest. Okay, we're just hearing, Dorian, um, Lieutenant William Sfilar with Homicide State, and I quote, new video shows a person of interest with Kiera at her apartment the night of October 2 and again at her home the next day. Those are his words, not mine. So apparently he is on video. Would you agree with that? Correct. Yes, yes, we do. We do see this person. I'm just saying, you know, he's very undistinguishable as far as who this person is. Yeah, but my question was, was he with her at the apartment? Correct. So he was. Mona Kay joining me, um, high-profile private investigator with Mona Kay Investigations in um, Omaha. Mona, weigh in. If there's surveillance video, the police obviously know or should by this time be able to identify who this person is. Well, we just heard them say that he gave varied accounts of what happened. That's very disturbing to me. Wendy Patrick, California prosecutor and author of Red Flags. Wendy, when someone gives varied accounts of an incident, that is a problem. It is a huge problem, especially when you have a case of a missing person. You know, video is one thing. You know, sadly, there are a variety of different quality controls with video. Some are grainy like it sounds this one is. But it was enough to be able to leap into a suspect. We'll say that. I know they're using the term person of interest, so I'll use that just for sake of argument. But then the inconsistency of the account. Now, that is something that is significant. A lot of people won't speak to begin with, but to actually talk enough 
enough to where you have two versions of the story, especially if it's somebody that's gone missing. You're right. That's significant. And that no doubt is leading them to further investigation. To Karen Phillips, this is Kara's mother. Karen, do you believe Kara is still alive? Yes, I do. Why? Because I haven't identified a body yet. And that's that's what I'm going off of, regardless of what the outcome may be. That's how I can survive every day. I can't, you know, think otherwise. I have to think that my child is still alive and she'll be returned to me. I've got a question for you. Did the boyfriend cooperate in the search for her, Karen Phillips? No, ma'am, not at all. Not one time. Never. Is he the father of the baby? Yes. When you say he did not help in the search, what do you mean by that? I mean, he did not pass out one flyer. He didn't call the family to check to see if we had any information. He didn't do anything. And this is your child for the most point. Even if you had the attitude where you didn't want to deal with my daughter, this is still your child. So you wouldn't help find your own child because you don't know how I feel because here is my child. So this is your child. Guys, take a listen to our cut 19, Nate Rogers, Fox 32. It's been almost three agonizing years for the family of Kiera Coles. Both parents, mom and dad, telling me they've received very to little, no information from police in terms of information and updates on their daughter's investigation. They tell me they hope this latest talking today will bring answers forward. We haven't forgotten. And, you know, we, we, we still want answers. We want we want a resolution. A birthday cake and other refreshments to celebrate Kiara Coles, who turns 29 years old Friday. Her father telling me the hardest part is working through the unknown. I live out of town, so when I do come here and I stop at 111 police station, they don't never get answers for me. The reward is climbing in the search for Kiara. Take a listen to Nate Rogers. At today's gathering, local music artists performed, family and friends sharing special memories. Now, according to a statement from Chicago Police today, quote, the case remains a high-risk missing persons investigation with potential foul play suspected. Now, we do know that the United States Postal Inspection Service, as well as the FBI and Chicago Police are um, jointly investigating Kiara Cole's case. Right now, there is a $47,000 reward for for any information um, that leads authorities into finding Kiara Coles. Guys, we're talking about a gorgeous, young, pregnant postal worker who seemingly vanishes. $47,000 reward. Tip line 312-747-8380. Repeat, 312-747-8380. Karen Phillips, when's the last time you heard from the boyfriend? The night I made the police report. On the third, October the third. Dorian Geiger, Oxygen.com, any idea where he is now? Is it true he left the jurisdiction? According to the family, he is currently in Louisiana, but beyond that, we don't know much. Miss Phillips, did Kiara ever leave for over one day without telling you? Never. And if she did, I, I talk to my kids every single day, rather. They mad at me for whatever or, you know, whatever issue it may be. We still talk every day, every day. But me to go that long without, you know, speaking with Kiara, it, it was just, you know, I just was hoping the whole time everything is okay. You know, maybe her phone broke or maybe she left a charge. You know, I kept trying to make up excuses. I didn't want to think 
the worst right then, even though my heart felt a little funny because, you know, I normally speak to her about that time. To Mona Kay, private investigator joining us from Omaha at Mona Kay Investigations, what do you believe should be done now to try to find Kira? Well, I think that, you know, as they probably did at the time, the friends and family should be talked to, phone records should be gone over, Google searches, you know, any computers, um, financial records, banks, you know, records. Um, we know she used ATM uh, at Walgreens, but, um, you know, has there been any interactions after that? And also, did Miss Phillips say that the boyfriend um, alerted her and told her where her, her where her car could be found the next yes, day? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So he knew where her car was parked. Yeah, he knew. And I didn't. And when I went over there earlier that day on my lunch break, I missed it because I wouldn't have been looking as far down as her car was. So when I didn't see it in front of her house where it normally be, I just assumed she was out. Until he told us that night when I called the police, oh, look down the street. Sometimes she parked down the street. No, she don't. That's too far for her to walk back to her building. Okay. Well, and the police, they should also be going over the inconsistencies and the different statements that he gave, you know, and verifying um, the, the, you know, the different stories, the statements that he gave the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this is Wendy. You know, Mona's right. You know, one of the things we do first is look at not only who is the last person to see somebody that's disappeared, but who is closest to the person who's disappeared. This man on the surveillance footage, it sounds like he spent the night. If he's seen with her the night before and then with her at the apartment. So you might circumstantially assume, okay, it's the boyfriend. But then you talk about things like, you know, bringing cadaver dogs to the boyfriend's apartment, doing all kinds of techniques to try to find evidence of DNA that belongs to, to Kiera. I mean, all of these kinds of things that you would expect to have been done three years ago. I mean, maybe some of them were, but we sure wish we had more details today. I find it interesting that he could tell where her car was parked and how far away from her apartment Karen Phillips was her car? Almost to the next corner. Like her building is on one corner of 81st and her car was almost at the end of the corner on 81st, the opposite way. It was too far for her to park to walk back by herself. This is Mona. Has she ever, has she ever parked in that area before? Before that no. night? No, she wouldn't park down that far. Because there was plenty of parks right there. Whenever I went to her house, it was she was always parked across the street because, you know, it was houses. So maybe they used a garage which left place across the street. So she would park right across the street from her building. Dorian Geiger, Oxygen.com, jump in. Yeah, I think, I think it's just particularly suspicious that, you know, this guy, Josh Simmons, knew where the car was parked. And although Chicago police have informally identified the person of interest, uh, it seems clear to me that either they are the same person or knew each other. If, you know, he, the boyfriend, knew where the car was parked, the person of interest was seen uh, parking the car. So there does appear to be some kind of connection there. And I am very interested um, to know from Ms. Phillips whether she does think, and if she's seen that footage, whether that individual is Josh Simmons or, or not. Yes, it, it was. When I asked wow. her, when, it, when, when my daughter case went from missing person to homicide, and I talked to the homicide detective, I asked him, do you know who brought my car, my daughter's car back? And he told me Mr. Simmons brought her car back. He told me out of his mouth, Mr. Simmons brought her car back. So that's when I asked, so y'all can't bring him in off of that 
And they said no. So, Miss Phillips, it wasn't her mm-hmm. purse that was found in her car. It was her lunchbox? Lunch bag. Lunch but, you know, it, it's similar to a purse, so that's why they kept saying her purse. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a purse. That's interesting that you said that. Would her ID, where would her ID and credit cards be? We never found that. Her actual purse. I'm assuming it was with her because we never found ID, found, I mean, we've not found ID, keys, wallet, the normal things that she'll carry in her purse. We never found that. Was her lunch bag packed for the day? Or oh, it could have been, you know, the day or a couple of days because she had prenatal vitamins in there, fruit, water, so... That could have been, you know, from the day before, or it could have been the day of. Because I would think that she would replenish that every night uh, if she was taking those prenatal vitamins. To Dorian Geiger, Dorian, what is the new video that has been released? Is it her at the ATM? This is the first time we've seen that video. We knew that video existed. That's the first time I've seen it. Uh, and, you know, the, the video is also showing the person of interest, you know, with Kiara getting in the car, leaving getting to another location after the ATM visit. Uh, We don't see Kiara get out of the car. We see the person of interest get out of the passenger side. Presumably, uh, he later drives the vehicle. We do see him emerge from the vehicle, parking it at Kiara's house, where it is later found, uh, coincidentally where Josh Simmons also tipped off the family where it could be found. Okay, hold on. Are you telling me that it's not Josh Simmons driving in the car with her? I can't definitively say, but I think that the connection uh, with the fact that we see the person of interest get out and uh, we have Josh Simmons telling the family where this car is parked, I think there's a really um, undeniable connection between, you know, these these two parties. Got it. So you can't tell if it's him or not, but he knows where the car is parked, so it's most likely him. Dorian... um, I'm trying to figure out uh, why the cops held on to that video for so long and didn't release it. Do you know? I think we're all wondering that. I I think, you know, it pays for police to be transparent and put out this information so that you can have the public assist in trying to locate somebody. Obviously, as I'm sure you know, police will play things close to their best as an investigative technique in terms of, you know, not alerting uh, a person of interest that they are being investigated. But it sounds as if this guy knows uh, from the beginning uh, he was he was suspected. And so to me, it doesn't make any sense that Chicago police still won't formally identify this person. Got it. We don't know. Dorian, I'm trying to nail down something that you were talking about. We know at 1043 p.m. that night, Kier is spot on surveillance video making ATM withdrawals. These are the last images of her that we know about or from that evening. Did she drive the car when they left or did he drive the car? Presumably, she drove the car when they left. Okay. So she drove the car when they left what we think is the Walgreens. Did she appear on video later that evening? No. When you see the person of interest emerge from her vehicle, that person is getting out the passenger side door. We don't see any movement or anyone get out of the driver's side. Chicago police didn't say what the person of interest did after getting out of the vehicle, but I think we can presume that person later drove the vehicle. And you never see her get out? We do not. You know, Nancy, this is Wendy. What's what's very troubling about that timeline is we're creatures of habit. We park in the same place. So somebody close to us knows where we park. So to Mm. think that if somebody else drove that vehicle and parked it in the wrong spot, 
is a piece of evidence that, you know, we call that a bad fact or a troubling or a challenging fact to try to reconcile with the rest of this timeline. Well, I don't understand this. Anybody jump in. Karen, Wendy, Dr. Angie, Mona Kay, Dorian Geiger. If you see her driving the car away, then you see him getting out. What, did she never get out of the car? Who was driving? He never returned with the car is the thing. You know, after they left right. in the car, he never returned. When that car returned, she was not in there. But he's getting out of the passenger side. Who was driving if she never got out? He, he must have climbed over the seat. Exactly. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Dorian Geiger, where was this surveillance video taken? We don't know. Chicago police just say another parking lot in a different area of the city. I think what the question is here is what transpired inside that vehicle in that parking lot 
that we do not see on surveillance footage. Because nobody seems to be, is it just me? Does two and two still equal four? Because if she was driving the car that night and he was the passenger, and then when you see the car again that night, he gets out of the passenger side and nobody ever gets out of the driver's side. Do I have that much right, Karen Phillips? Yeah. And the only, only answer you could get out of that is he climbed over the seat and, because where he parked at was a, by a gangway. So I'm, I'm picturing he parked by the gangway. He got out on the passenger side. He went through the gangway and got in his ride or whoever was waiting for him. And nobody else ever got out of the car. Was the camera trained on the car? Could you see if anybody got out? Right. You could see the car. You know, I mean, you could see that no one never got out of the passenger. I mean, the driver's side. Got it. And is that where the car was ultimately found? Yes, ma'am. So nobody ever got back out of the car. Wow. There you go. Right there. It's taken us 45 minutes to figure out that between the Walgreens and the car parking, something happened to Kiera. Is it all happening on the same night, Dorian Geiger? Correct. Yes. So they leave the Walgreens. She's driving. And then that same night, he gets out of the passenger side. Nobody ever gets out of the driver's side. Yes, no. Yes. Karen Phillips, was she happy about the baby? Yes, she was my last child to have a baby. You know, it's five. She had four other siblings. Everyone have kids but her. She was the last one. She was so happy. She been knew that she well. She had a feeling that she was pregnant, but she just wanted to wait. You know, to just like let everybody know. Which I'm like, yo, just no. Are you gonna wait with everybody else? You know, she was so excited more than. Like a kid on Christmas. She was so excited. Was this her first baby? Yes, it was. Was the boyfriend happy? The bio dad, was he happy about the baby? As far as she told me he was because they planned it. Before she got pregnant, she was like, we're going to plan for a baby. I'm like, for real? She's like, yeah. She's like, we talked it over. So, you know, she went through the little steps of, you know, doing the um, ovulation and stuff to know when her eggs are ready and stuff. And, and they planned it. Did he have children did he have any other children? Yes, ma'am. He had two other children by two different women. Can I just ask, Miss um, Phillips, this is Mona. Was he in any other relationships at the time that we know of? No, no not that my knowledge. And, you know, me and my girls, you know, because it's four of them all together, including Kiara. We always talked about, you know, their relationships and, you know, little things mother and daughters talk about, like, as friends. So, not to my knowledge. Miss Phillips. Do any of your daughters think that he was cheating during the pregnancy? No. He just came off to us as being a very nice gentleman. You know, he had custody of his other two kids. They were living with him. And, you know, he went to church. He went to work. He was so respectful because Kiara just had moved out of my house. It only been like three months. They were dating for six years. He always was respectful when he came over. He never raised his voice at Kiara. You know, they just seem to, you know, have a normal relationship. Did she move in with him? When she moved out of your place, did she move in with him? No, she didn't. She moved into her own apartment. To Dr. Angie, uh, Dr. Angela Arnold joining us. Dr. Angela Arnold, the number one cause of death of women, pregnant women, is homicide. It's not heart attack. It's not blood pressure. That's right. It's homicide. And I find this very, very disturbing. It's very disturbing. My And, and it typically... it. Typically, there's some intimate partner violence that precedes 
homicide during a pregnancy. So my question is, I mean, I, I want to know how well did the mother know? And they dated for six years. So that means that he had some, he probably had some other children while he was dating her daughter. How old were his other children? His children were, his kids were before my daughter. When she met him, he had two kids. Hey, guys, hold, I want you to take a listen to Our Cut 22, our friends at WGN. The parents of Kira Cole stood in Daly Plaza today calling on anyone with information in the case to come forward. And viewers might remember that Kira Coles was three months pregnant when, with her first child when she went missing back on October 2nd, 2018. She was last seen near her apartment at 82nd in Vernon in the Chatham neighborhood. Coles, who was a postal worker, was wearing her uniform at the time and had called off of her shift that day. Her parents are desperate to hear from her, telling us they just want to know she is okay and will never give up searching for her. We miss her. We miss her mouth. We miss her personality. We just ready for her to come on. It hurt every day that we ain't able to talk, see, speak, hug, play. Man, you don't know the things we're going through right now. I'll take it the hardest because I'm going through it the most. Just know we're still here for you, baby. I'm definitely here. Right now, there is still a reward of almost $50,000 in this case. You are hearing her father, Joseph Coles, begging for help, finding her, and of course, her mother, Karen Phillips, who is with us today. Miss Phillips, if you could speak to your daughter right now, what would you say? Just um, that we're not going to give up. We're going to get answers to either find it out where Kiara is or finding out what happens to Kiara. And I just want her to know we're not going to stop. We miss her. You know, I got a private investigator now that's going to start from the bottom, even though we know it's four years later almost. That hope can bring us answers to what happened to my child. The tip line is 312-747-8380. There is a $47,000 reward to help find Kiara Coles. Again, no person of interest has been officially named by the Chicago police. No arrests so far in this case. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. 
Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 